Welcome to hour number two on a Friday on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bin. How much do you know about K food? How much Hanshik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the history and culture of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. It's a Friday, it's Christmas Eve, and we're very lucky to have Chef Ryan with us in the flesh today, having just heard about your Christmas schedule, because you are one of a select few chefs, I think, out there in Korea who actually cooks Christmas dinners for the masses. You go and deliver them to people who have ordered them from you. Yeah, to be completely <laughs> honest, Peter, I... I don't even post uh-huh. anything about it. It's just repeat. Oh and that's, my that makes it special. That makes it even cooler because wow. everybody who, who I'm cooking for today and, and tomorrow and I was cooking for last night, yeah, they, they already know that I care about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, it just, it just feels better that way. Oh. So, uh, uh, you know, they just message me, hey, what you, what's the menu this year? <laughs> and, uh, and I'll share that with them. And, you know, if they want to order cool and... And I'll even be able to deliver in person a lot of this food tonight, Christmas Eve, (gasps) and then all day tomorrow, Christmas Day. That's amazing. You know, homemade hams and... I hope you don't feel pressured to do it. Like, you didn't advertise, but then people get in touch and you're like, I wasn't planning on this year, but now I feel I have to. You know, that's the thing. If I did advertise, then I would have to probably say no to so many people. Uh And that's the bummer. This away, you know, nobody... Nobody gets their hopes up, and then yeah. you, and then you know, you can't come through. So okay, make me yeah. jealous. What is on the menu? I saw the hams in your smoker <laughs> on Instagram. The, they look amazing. The hams are the star. Uh-huh. I gotta, you know, when we didn't have turkeys a couple of years ago, I yeah. had to step up my ham game. Ooh, uh, and you know, it's not. I I grew up with these hams mm-hmm. from from Arkansas called Pettigene hams. Oh, what are they? Oh, uh, they're you know they take months to make. They're hanging in a smokehouse for months. Wow, it's a proper old school <gasps> American ham. Uh-huh. What I'm doing is not months. It's more like <laughs> two weeks still. But they are very very good. People wow. are loving them. So uh, I can hold my head high now after I've I've come up with this recipe and this method about yes. well it was, it was last year. That's amazing. And, um, I tried for the first time actually this past week, quite coincidentally, the hunje, which means smoked, but the mm-hmm. Korean style, uh, samgyeopsal cut, right. yeah. uh, or kind of like posam cut. And it was mm-hmm. delicious because I've got a bit sick of hunje ori, the smoked duck, because uh-huh, uh-huh. that seems to be the only way you can buy it easily in Korea. Right, right. <laughs> They're everywhere. And yes. it's, it's so easy to find. Yeah, yeah but the, the smoked pork was amazing. Like, blew my mind. And my daughter was chomping away for the whole dinner time. She must have had half of the family's portion. It was well, brilliant. It's like bacon. People love bacon, that smoky yes. flavor. It's something <sighs> something primordial about it, right? Fire and meat. Absolutely. One thing I wanted to ask you, because Ying Yin posted up about this, and she didn't seem like she was too happy, but she has eaten reindeer when she was in Norway. <laughs> Is that something that you've tried before? I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever had... No, you know, I probably did have caribou, which is the same thing. Okay. Right? 
right? Is yeah. it similar? You know, I think it's the same oh, thing. Oh, just a different actually. name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I've definitely had elk and I've definitely had venison or deer. Oh. So, yeah, lean, very lean meat. Uh-huh. Um, so if you like good the fatty you. cuts, then you're not going to go for that too much. Boy, yeah, you got to be careful cooking them because you can dry them out so easily. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how available they are in Korea. I'm assuming not very. <laughs> well, there are some specialty, you know, folks that raise, I've seen, I've seen caribou or reindeer. I've <gasps> seen um, the Korean style elk. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a smaller elk wow. than what we're used to back in the West. But, Goodness. um, you yeah. can get it if you look hard enough, perhaps. I think you gotta, you gotta talk to them nicely and, <laughs> and make a plan in advance. You can't just walk into a store and get Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. We've also got this from Brian, a different kind of reindeer, definitely not edible. In front of his house, he says, are these decorations. He's gone big, hasn't he, with the minions as well back there, and then the sleigh being pulled. I love it. Wow. Did you grow up with lights like this at your, I mean, in your neighborhood or anything? In the UK, I'd say it's not quite as hardcore as the States. Like, we'll have it in our windows, Uh and you can see that from outside, but we don't usually go exterior in terms of our decorations it gets it gets a little out of control in the states sometimes i mean did you do it when you were growing up you better believe it i mean we really got into it we always got nervous seeing dad on that ladder way up there you know on the roof and stuff sure sure it's it's scary uh but but it's all for for christmas and for fun and Wow. And to show off a little bit, maybe. And There's just like a little play. contest sometimes on the streets, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, in, in the States, I think uh, every city's electric company offers a prize uh-huh. to the best lights. Wow. Because they know that <laughs> they're getting all the money back. Oh, you know? I see. Encouraging people to go crazier I, and crazier. I guess, I guess to so. To buy more electricity. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian's saying the Christmas decorations really just kind of grow every single year. Goodness, yeah. I would love to be in the US at this time. When I was there a few years back, just seeing the lights on the streets, not going to a department store or anything, was amazing. Uh, that's really in fitting with this week's theme, right? We're going to do holiday party, home party foods. That's that's it, man. It, this time of year, everybody's thinking about, uh, you know, having at least some family or some close getting together with the people that you love and care about mm-hmm. uh, and and you got to have food when you get together you absolutely know? and this time of the year i think it's still in career i don't think there's a huge christmas lunch and dinner tradition right we're seeing more christmas trees and decorations but i really am curious how many families will cook a christmas dinner like the traditional western way Maybe not that many, right? Maybe not that many still, but I think it is growing in popularity. It's almost like pop culture going mm. across Korea these days. I see more and more Christmas trees and Christmas lights, and yeah, and it's getting up there. Yeah, mm. so I hope that does happen in the future. My mum is doing it this year for yeah. us. She loves cooking it. But when I was growing up, I guess we had a traditional British Christmas dinner as far as my mum could do being Mm. a Korean. So we'd have the roast meat in the oven. For me, a British Christmas dinner. So you did have the oven. Yeah. Yeah. Every British house has an oven. It's a shame our new place doesn't have an oven. Okay. We've had one for years and then we've moved and don't have one. So we bought a standalone one, which is fairly common in Korea. Right. But we bought a bigger one because usually they're quite tiny. Yeah, you you can't fit a a turkey in there. Right. (laughs) So I think we're doing a roast chicken. We can fit that in there this year. And for me, for, for British Christmas dinner... 
It is the Yorkshire pudding. I wonder if you're familiar with that. I, I, I am. I am, but not nearly as much as you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we need you to describe this one. Yeah, because pudding for many North Americans, you think dessert and Koreans mm-hmm. as well were mm-hmm. really confused when I said you have it with your roast chicken. They're like pudding because <laughs> they're thinking of that milky kind of pudding. Right, right. It's not that at all. It's like a pastry that's not sweet. It's like a baked thing that you have a little hole in the middle and pour gravy in. That's it. Like and a, then it's, I don't know, just I like a I think of it more bread. like a popover. Okay. When I grew up, but then we usually add sweet stuff to popovers, not okay. savory. But you could go savory, why not? Yeah, yeah, so you have it with your meats and your veg and stuff like that. What was it like growing up for you? What were the, the memorable treats uh, you'd you know, have? My, my parents, you know, kind of like everyone in my family, you know, we love to entertain. And mm-hmm. so we would have... Christmas parties at the house with everybody in the neighborhood, co-workers, oh. you know, my friends, my sister's friends, my brother's <laughs> friends. Wow. Um, and so you got to have a table with all the snacks. Yes. So what, did you have any parties like that? Did you have any, <sighs> like the a, Swedish meatballs or the, oh, or no. the pig in a blanket or? Pig in a blanket's when I got older because... When I was younger, I think my mum just concentrated on the dinner. She didn't know about that whole kind of party food culture. And it was usually right. just our family, maybe my uncle or grandparents. And then when I got older and I saw these, because you could buy them pre-prepared and just put in the oven from the supermarkets. Pigs in blankets was my favorite creation I'd ever seen. It, <laughs> that's a really common uh, party snack, right? Mm. I mean, And you can, the fun way to do it is you get the small, tiny little hot dogs. Yes. And you can get like a croissant. Uh, dough at the supermarket in oh. the states. You know, you pop the tube yeah. and you get the croissant dough, and then you just you just cut it and roll it around each one, pop them in the oven, and then you've got these delicious little snacks that people can mingle and and munch on. Wow! You see, um, the ones that I liked in the UK, there was no croissant; it was just bacon around the sausage. So it's just good. It's just yeah. pork on pork, like really <laughs> bad for you, but really on Christmas Day and toothpicks and everything, right? Yeah, yeah like little finger foods, right? Yeah. And they're really too many calories you're consuming that day but for that one day anything's okay right right you gotta throw caution to the wind during the (laughs) holidays and just enjoy i mean everybody must have their own like traditional or favorite things from the holidays Mm. i sometimes i'll make things from the past not because it tastes so great, but, it, but, it's, but it's a nostalgia, right? We 100%. always had it, so we, we keep doing it. Yeah. So, you know, Dish of the Day, we're usually very career-centric. For today, we're going to go more towards fusion, but we are going to have some Korean twists? Very much so. And okay. It, and I really had a lot of fun playing with some of these to, to make it good for everybody you know because that's what christmas is all about bringing folks together so maybe you can try this out tomorrow on christmas day in your countries or the next day depending on where you're listening from Uh, we've got some videos to show you how ryan made these we'll explain as well and you'll see why there is a korean twist why we're saying that if you want to win today it is the girl group concert tickets for new year's eve uh, if I'm not mistaken, I keep on getting the groups mixed up, but I think it's a pink, isn't it? A pink evening. Uh, then do send in your photos of any kind of party foods that you might be having this year or in years gone by, and we'll pick out the winners at the end of Ryan's segment. Welcome to Arirang Radio. 
We got lots of messages coming into us. Who doesn't like talking about festive food? And uh, Tropic Girl's saying, "I was about to say it's not easy to manage without an oven, and having maybe a Yorkshire pudding roast beef with some horseradish would be delicious." I wonder, Ryan, with your dishes today, do they require an oven? Is there a workaround if you don't have an oven for certain Christmassy dishes as well? Uh, how familiar are you with the uh, sous vide process? Oh, is uh, that the one where you kind of boil it in a bag or something like that? No, no, because that's something. Not else. boil sorry. it. Sorry, not boil. <laughs> you don't boil anything. No, um, sorry. Yeah, you simmer it. You uh-huh. you control the temperature. It's in a special bag. Okay, uh, vacuum sealed. Oh, and you know if you if you don't. You know, have the space for a big oven or mm. don't want it. Those little uh, immersion circulators, they're called, are sous vide machine. Oh. These days, they're only like 60 bucks. Oh, and wow. you can you can do a lot with that thing. Is that like a healthy way to cook as well? Well, sure. I mean, imagine it. Well, think about it this way. If you're doing a, a piece of fish, uh-huh. you know, a lot of listeners out there must know how easy it is to screw up fish, right? You sure. overcook it, it gets dry. Sure. You know, uh, think about a salmon fillet, how much you can try it. But mm-hmm. if you put that with a little bit of butter and a little herbs and a little salt and pepper yeah. in a vacuum sealed bag um, and then drop it at the perfect temperature, uh-huh. you don't have to worry about it. It's not going to burn. It's not going to burn. It's what? not going to overcook. It's oh, not going to undercook. Wow. You can leave it in there for a long time, and it's just going to hold right at that temperature. Is um, that common to have in Korea? More and more really? so. I mean, they're only about, I think here, maybe they're 90 bucks. Okay. You know? And then it's um, just, what, like a little pot of water? Well, you can use any container, uh-huh. um, but yeah, you've got to put the the immersion circulator on the edge of that container. Yeah, and it it just heats and circulates the air oh, and the water wow. in there. That's it. I think I'm going to get it. Brian says I've got two sous vide machines, a mini one and a regular one. Cool, and I yeah. love them as well. Yeah, I did hear some foodies talk about it, but I didn't realize that was something regular folk could operate so easily. I, I'm doing a a. Um, uh, Black Angus Prime, you know, three kilo beef oh, roast yeah. for some customers today and tomorrow. And it's in sous vide right now. Oh, wow. So that, that keeps the, I mean, I took rosemary from the farm wow. and thyme from the farm and then butter and garlic and salt and pepper and vac sealed it yeah. and then drop it in the water. And so I don't have to like drive up here, do the show, go back. I don't have to worry about it in an oven drying out or, or anything it, like that and basting it. It's okay to stay in there like Six a little bit longer. Hours. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And it'll be at a perfect medium rare as the as the client requested. Even if it's in there for six hours, absolutely. Wow! All right, and, I'm getting one for yeah. Christmas. That's what I want. Horseradish sour cream <laughs> with that. Don't tempt me, right? If you are in Jeju, eighty-eight point seven in Jeju City, eighty-eight point one in Sogipu City, one hundred one point nine in the Daejeong area. Wow, I felt like we had a Korean geography lesson there of so many places on the peninsula. It's getting very cold, so everyone be very, very careful indeed. Hopefully, if you're lucky enough to be a recipient of Ryan's Christmas meals, that'll warm you up. That's it. Absolutely. (laughs) Are you providing gravy as well, Ryan? You better believe it. Oh, I like homemade stuff. Oh, man, I was working on this roux for, for 
about 45 minutes last oh night. my goodness <laughs> i'm so jealous that's one thing we've always uh, used just instant gravy because my mum never knew you know the traditions of making it and in the uk we have this great brand bisto and it's just the granules, but I'm assuming homemade gravy. That would be amazing. Well, and when you're when you're smoking meats or making these hams, you get these amazing drippings. Oh. Do you use that phrase? In, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That used to be a like more old fashioned thing that you'd have yeah. dripping the fat that comes off it. That though, I, I can put a pan underneath the hams when they're smoking in the smoker, yeah. and they just catch everything. Oh wow! And that juice jelly so quick anyway yeah so, yeah i'm just mouth watering i'm lucky i've got a mask to catch all this saliva to be honest <laughs> all right we are short of time because of that weather warning why don't we get straight to your second mukbang video then, there you Ryan, go and yep. we'll talk some more and show our listener pics in my as kitchen well. oh we're getting a nose into ryan's kitchen i love it oh is I this the first the video? First one. We're going to line up the second one don't worry guys yep. we have got it i want to see you eat there it is okay uh, coming up Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, we've got our uh, pumpkin with smoked duck and nuts and maple syrup here. We've got these beef roll-ups with the minari, the chokpa, or scallions, and some kidnip or perilla leaves. And then this new creation, if you've ever heard of a date nut roll, uh, something my family used to make in the holidays. With the biscuit, I'm sure that's going to be amazing. With the hobak ori. Remember, we've got... I'll bring you some, Peter. So this was steamed. I definitely will say yes. So together. So it looks like a flower, right? The way so it... much like like ham, and traditionally back home, you know, we'd always have ham for the holidays. So that fits for me. A little bit like the blooming onion, <laughs> right? Minari, <laughs> or water parsley, as it's often called in English. Um, what a cool ingredient. It's so special. Um, it's not quite parsley. Um, definitely has a strong brightness. We've got our soy with a little toasted sesame oil. Just a simple dip. It's so simple. This one's really fun to make. I mean, if you want to get the kids involved too, because rolling things up, yeah. it, four ingredients yeah. and then a little sauce. And, and it was it. delicious. I really love these. And me, Nadi, I'm such a huge fan of the water parsley. Big ones, double wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> Don't double wrap them. It's hard to bite through it. You'll see here in a second. This is embarrassing. <laughs> do, they, do they still have the crunch inside, then Absol the veggies? If, if I wasn't talking so much, you'd be able to hear it. Um, but yeah, the, the scallions and crunch. Now on to dessert. But this was really my favorite. This Drum roll, really... please. So do you cook that? No, no, you just roller. refrigerate it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I just knew it. It's so simple, so quick and easy. With the dried persimmons. So you, you take that famous sweet cookie cracker thing yeah. and put it in a blender and then throw throw that in a bowl with the dried persimmons cut up, uh -huh. so your favorite nuts or seeds, yeah. and then pour over heavy cream until it comes together, wrap it up in parchment paper, throw it in the fridge, and then you can slice it. And it's if you look up date nut roll recipes, yeah. that's pretty much it. Wow. I've never had that. I don't know if that's a thing in the UK. Have a great day. Thank you for showing us your mukbang, Ryan. I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen you stuff your face like that. That was brilliant for Christmas. Wow. So the dry persimmons, it works well. And if I, you don't it, have those... It was better than... Because see those date nut rolls? They always tell you to put marshmallows in there. And I'm oh. sorry. I don't want marshmallows really? in my... I don't want marshmallows in my anything. That's going a little far, I feel. Yeah, yeah. with the marshmallows. It would make it too... <laughs> too jovial we yeah, just need it uh, maybe i'm just biased but, yeah. <laughs>
Well, Aaron asked a question about what you could have as a fusion Korean dish using just a frying pan. Surely... Those beef roll-ups, I mean, that's that's it, man. Yeah. If you can get the scallions, and and even if you can't find minari, I would suggest, um, you know, parsley, but mm-hmm. use the leaves more. The stems of parsley can be a little tough to bite through. Wow. Um, or even cilantro. That would, uh-huh. That'd be nice. Oh. Um, In, if you like that kind of fragrant flavor. If if you're not Peter and yes. hate almost every ingredient <laughs> we talk about. Every herb is <laughs> off limits for me. Uh, we've got so many of your photos to pick out and show. So we're going to have to pick our winners from this. So why don't we get to it now? We've got Rao from Argentina who sent in a picture first. And if you take a look here, it says, sorry, it's not food, but it's still a party vibe because of friends and drinking together. Oh, Cheers. I want to be in the Southern Hemisphere one Christmas just to feel what it's like to be somewhere warm. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to get over to Texas. Oh. <laughs> it's not cold there in the winter. Too bad. It can be chilly, but you could also find a day where you're wearing shorts and playing golf. Oh, that is too nice. Silver Granny, I can see here, has sent in some amazing treats. I saw this this morning on C- Insta. Korea's yeah. iconic Isaac Toast. You've got some chowder there as well, it says, which is tomato bisque made with okay. heavy cream and oyster crackers. Nice. Oh, now I see the oyster crackers. Bacon. Yeah. What are oyster yeah. crackers? Not actual oyster. The little crackers. They're just round. Maybe they're called oyster crackers because they're small and oh, round. Oh, they don't taste uh, like them at all. No, okay, no, good no stuff. No oysters, Peter. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> I was getting nervous there. <laughs> and some other dishes you've shown us here are some Ooh, little... Stuffed mushrooms, I guess. What are those? Chocolate pretzels. Wow. Oh, I used to love them those when I was a kid, especially the white chocolate ones. And it looks like the, those are those kind of Rice Krispies with marshmallows right. underneath and it. Right, reindeer. That's adorable. They're delicious, aren't they? Fantastic. Silver <laughs> Granny, you always outdo yourself there. We've also got this from Yin in Malaysia. Uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. These are some of the treats that you get there, apparently, I believe, oh. in Malaysia. Uh, oh, what are those? That Little looks good. Kumquats? No, that's something that's been made, isn't mm. it? Maybe like those pineapple cakes that you get in Taiwan, it looks like. A coconut shaving on there, maybe? Oh, if you've got coconut on anything. I had a coconut cupcake yesterday. It was the best highlight of my day. Uh, Aaron Humphreys has sent in this saying some photos from last Christmas before I came to Korea. Lots of pies, cheesecake, stuffing, that deviled like a- eggs. Green bean casserole, strawberry jello, beans, corn, <laughs> turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, and more. I feel you. Wow. Is That's that a busy day? A common spread, maybe, in you the States at this time it. of yeah. year. And yeah. for Thanksgiving, like a similar one, maybe? Absolutely. Well, Thanksgiving will often put on the table. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe people come over and they're helping themselves to this and that. Christmas is usually even bigger. Yeah. That looks amazing. Brian has sent in this from the States <laughs> as well. Your dog looks very very much like he's resisting the temptation to munch on that turkey that you smoked with a bourbon brine you say there you go wow Wow. look how big that bird is goodness gracious that's lovely oh looks juicy yeah because i never go for turkey because of the dryness i'm always fearful of that well somebody just wasn't cooking right for you buddy obviously um we've also got one last one from uh (laughs) tropic girl k after brian's dog is looking at the cake 
cake, yeah. uh, which is Arbisto, the gravy granules, and then you'll spread there of food. There you go. At a Christmas breakfast. That looks like that'll feed a good <laughs> 20 people. <laughs> that does look like a party. Amazing stuff. Beautiful. Again, being in the warm Caribbean sounds amazing. Um, oh. Ryan, it's your time to pick out two winners from this list you can see on the screen there. Um, and let us know. Drum roll, please. The Congratulations, are. Brian. Brian, and one more. Why don't we go for Aaron Humphreys? Dun, da, da, da. You can enjoy some A Pink on the 31st of December. Send us your email addresses and we'll get back to you. Ryan, yes. have a great Christmas. Even though you'll be working a little bit, I'm sure you'd love spreading the love as well. You know, that's it. So, you know, get get with the people that you love. Even if you're mad at them, forgive them. <laughs> forgive them. Give them a hug. Say oh, happy holidays. It's a lovely message. We'll yeah. see you again next Friday. Absolutely. You can listen to Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan every Friday at 10 a.m. KST on hashtag Daily K.